Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Does your warehouse waste time and money managing forklift batteries? Enersys can energize your operations with a customized solution, delivering the power you need while minimizing ownership costs. Enersys starts by analyzing your operations and then selecting from their comprehensive range of battery and charger technologies, develops a truly optimized system tailored to your needs. Enersys gives you the power to increase productivity and profitability. See how Enersys puts power in motion for you at Enersys.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawn with the New Warehouse Podcast here at the booth in Modex 2022, and I am joined by Eric Andres, and he is from Hannibal, which is a new core company, and they focus on manufacturing racking, but most recently also focusing on integration as well, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. So, Eric, welcome to the booth, and uh, welcome to Modex, first day here. How are you, how are you doing? Kevin, thanks so much. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to be back at Modex. This is our first big trade show since before the pandemic. Yeah. The team's excited <laughs> to be here. And there's a lot of folks here. There's a lot of oh, yeah. energy in the building, a lot of energy from the attendees and the exhibitors. So we couldn't be more happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I heard there's like a mad, uh, there was a mad rush this morning. It was hard to get in. It was very busy. So, which is a good sign. Absolutely. And so, you know, definitely happy to be back and, and happy to have you here in the booth. So tell us a little bit about Hannibal and, and what it is that you guys do. 
Yeah, Hannibal is one of the largest racking manufacturers in the United States. Mm-hmm. Over the last several years, we've also really grown the integration side of the business okay. through our turnkey packages that we do on the pallet racking side. Right. Put that into perspective, we've done over $1 billion in full turnkey Oh wow! Systems. Okay, all right, very cool. And uh, and through the integration you're talking about as well, you guys you guys recently were acquired by Nucor, right? Is that and talk to us a little bit about that and how that kind of came about? Yeah. So as of August 2021, we're now part of the Nucor family. Okay. Nucor is the largest steel maker in the United States mm-hmm. and one of the largest recyclers as well. Interesting. Nucor is invested heavily in downstream businesses that consume steel. Mm-hmm. which is what Hannibal does in the production yeah. of, of pallet racking. So mm-hmm. we're very excited to be part of the Nucor family. Prior to being acquired by Nucor, Hannibal was an ESOP, okay. we're an employee-owned company. Yeah. So having a strong company culture built mm-hmm. on respect and safety of teammates is something that was very important to us and, mm-hmm. and something that we found within the Nucor family. Mm-hmm. The opportunities to continue to grow this turnkey model, specifically within the warehousing sector, are quite big by right. being part of Nucor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and obviously, you know, in the the last two years, certainly as we've seen the pandemic, I mean, warehousing and, and fulfillment has just exploded because it, it's been so necessary to be able to get goods in, in different avenues and, and different channels to people when we couldn't necessarily go to the stores the same way we did. And, and obviously, you know, people like the convenience of that, so it's kind of stuck, right? So, so warehousing space obviously has been exploding. Warehouses are being built like crazy. You know, companies are, are trying to get more space and, and utilize their space better. So, so talk to us a little bit about your, your racking offerings and, and kind of how they help to to utilize that space better and give more more functionality to to the four walls that we call a, a warehouse or a fulfillment center yeah it's a great question mm-hmm. you know we're very bullish on the warehousing space right okay. we really think this has a long way to run oh, yeah. that will continue to really see see strong demand the projects that we see in the market today continue to get larger and larger right buildings are getting bigger oh, buildings yeah. are getting taller mm-hmm. projects are getting more complex mm-hmm. we're seeing more automation But the point that you brought up is spot on, which is how do we maximize the use of the space that we have? That's that's the question that we get from customers. That's one thing that Hannibal can do to stand out is really that team of designers and and engineers and Mm -hmm. our access to all different types of products to really try to maximize that that space and build something that works best for that customer. Mm -hmm. We continue to see a big focus on labor labor is hard to find yeah, in most markets absolutely. it's expensive so the more that we can do to optimize the layout of that warehouse the the more powerful our solution can be hmm. very interesting and, and yeah i think an interesting point about you know people going higher as well so you know when we look at racking you know obviously it, it, it's steel right we put the steel together and and you know what you know, we're here at Modex, and, and a lot of Modex is focused on innovation and things of that nature. So, so what types of innovations are, are happening recently, maybe to maximize space, as you mentioned, um, but around racking? How, how has racking kind of really innovated and, and, and changed in any way? It's a great question. It's mm-hmm. something that, that we ask a lot, which is right. how can we better use that building space, mm-hmm. right? And we're certainly seeing fully automated systems go in. Yeah. It's becoming more and more common. You're seeing 100-foot tall structures that are you know, fully automatic and robotic, and, yeah. and that's certainly a trend. But I think the more powerful trend is we're seeing places within the warehouse 
bring robotics and automation to it, right, without converting the entire warehouse. And right. yeah. where folks are able to take labor out or gain efficiencies within the warehouse, we're continuing to see those trends. One thing that we're doing as part of Nucor is really looking at the warehouse as mm. an entire building system. Mm. Is there a way that we can look at the joists yeah. and better maximize space at, at the top of the warehouse, right? Is there a way that we yeah. can use racking in a more structural way mm-hmm. to take out some columns within the warehouse and, yeah. and maximize the space. So we think there's some powerful ways that we can really develop a better building system, mm-hmm. and that's a big focus of what we're doing today. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you know there's, you have to get creative almost in a, in a way because it, it is difficult to, to find warehousing space in some areas because you know some companies are some of the big companies who will remain nameless are eating up space like crazy and, and land and, and building buildings like insanely so being a smaller company you certainly have to find a way to to utilize that space more efficiently so the fact that you guys are are looking at different ways to to do that and bring in different type of racking solutions i think is a is a huge key to being able to do that and i'm curious about the point you said earlier you you said reworking the racking in a way or or setting up the racking in a way so that it it creates more efficiency to help with the the labor shortages so talk to us a little bit about that and, and maybe give some kind of pointers out there for operations managers that might be listening and and thinking like you know their their racking should go a certain way but maybe there's a, a better flow that can be created with the rack yeah thanks kevin that that point's spot on right, right. we in the place that we're in today mm-hmm. and trying to find properties that you can move into and, yeah. and get product into quick quickly there's limited options mm-hmm. right and what maybe in the past was going to be two buildings yeah we can only find one building Right, that, that customer needs to get into this building, so we really need to maximize the space that, that that's in that building. Mm-hmm. Then the question becomes, how to do that, right? Yeah. And you know, so what we advise on is to really go to a company like Hannibal mm-hmm. that can offer that full system turnkey from design through completion. So we're on the same page on the front end. Yeah. The other thing that we've seen as a trend that I think is quite impactful yeah. is bringing the racking system in sooner in the process, right? So rather than having a building built that then we try to design the racking around, we're starting to Mm. see working with design build firms and general contractors, the racking getting a seat at the table earlier to say, Uh how do we build the building in a way that makes the most sense to maximize what we're actually trying to do here, Mm -hmm. right? Which is to drive efficiency and storage within that building. So that's something that we've been pushing is try to get a seat at the table mm-hmm. sooner and sooner. Ultimately, what we're doing is developing a better solution for the customer. Yeah. Right. And you know, a, a good example is a couple of months ago we had a project where the racking got pushed out nine months. Mm. Why did it get pushed out nine months? Yeah. Well, there was a backlog of nine months on the particular joist that was needed for uh, the building. Wow. In that case, we were able to hold a meeting with the customer and with our Volcraft division within Nucor, who mm-hmm. produces joist, and collectively, we actually came up with an alternative joist design that had a much shorter lead time. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, that led to a quicker sale for us. We moved yeah. the project up, but at the end of the day, the customer was thrilled. The project yeah, yeah. opened sooner. Mm-hmm. They were able to occupy the building sooner. So those are the types of opportunities that we're trying to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. 
Very interesting, and I, I like the idea of, of bringing the racking into the discussion earlier. So, so talk, talk to us a little bit about maybe some examples like that. I mean, you're you're looking at because I know one thing certainly from my experience as a as a warehouse manager, you know, there's always been like those columns, right? right? How can I get rid of these columns? And you can't get rid of the column, right? But but if you bring the racking into discussion earlier in the process, I mean, it, is there flexibility to be able to move columns around based on where you want to put racking and things of that nature that's that's what we've been trying to do right that's yeah. that's the goal of is there a better way to optimally lay this out between mm-hmm. joist and beam and column to really maximize that space right and, mm-hmm. and sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't but at least we can be smart about the design right and mm-hmm. i think asking those questions on the front end of how is this building going to be laid out yeah. what are you trying to accomplish what, what are the key pain points and being able to work collectively mm. hand in hand with a general contractor with the integrator yeah. to be able to design a system that ultimately works best for that customer mm. very interesting yeah yeah i think that's a huge thing because it's certainly been a headache for me in the past where it's like been like oh we want to put something here but there's a column like right. this column is in the way this, you just can't do anything about it i mean it's you know you wish you could move it I, i'm sure there's a way but i'm sure it costs tons of money <laughs> so so very interesting that you guys are, are bringing that earlier into the equation i think that makes a lot of sense and and you know as we look at also the expansion of racking so maybe companies are, are coming in and, and they've been in a building for a long time and and now all of a sudden their their operation is changing or or it's growing and they want to expand upon their racking or or redo their racking i mean what what's the best way to go about that because i think a lot of times maybe we just think like oh just just add on to what's existing the same thing that we have but maybe that's not always the best solution so so what's the best way to to go about that and and really assess kind of the the needs of the operation in the business that's a great question we always advise to engage with a company like hannibal and really discuss what options are out there right because we look around the show today and yeah. there's a lot of options out there uh, available yeah, there's right options <laughs> everywhere yeah. options everywhere here so we try to get the customer engaged to really look at the system mm-hmm. in total and maybe adding bays is the right thing to do right yeah. maybe just adding on to what they have makes mm-hmm. the most sense but maybe there's a better way to accomplish their goals mm-hmm. and and maybe it's within the budget that they have right yeah. so we really encourage looking at the design and engineering of the whole system mm-hmm. you know first and foremost we want to make sure it's a safe system yeah right and we continue to see more stringent code specifically in high seismic areas mm-hmm. right so that's a good opportunity to assess mm-hmm. making sure the system's safe yeah but secondly making sure it's most effective for what what you're trying to do yeah yeah, very interesting, and I think that's one thing that's that's huge as well. As we talk about, you know, a lot of times on the on the podcast, we talk about the the smaller guy, right? How does a smaller guy compete with you know the big guy, Amazon, right? And right. and so they have to get creative in that way. So it's good to have companies like Hannibal who can who can come in and really help them understand what's what's out there because, I mean, they may not, may not have that type of exposure to like the different solutions that are out there. You know, it's a smaller company. You know, maybe they don't have the resources to go out and do you know R and D and stuff exactly. like that and figure that out. So. Exactly. So it's good to be able to rely on solution providers like yourself to be able to help you understand that. And, and I think that's a huge thing. And, and you mentioned in there about the, the safety as well. So you mentioned how, you know, we're going higher, right? So so how how high is too high, I guess, maybe until we, you know, we run into a point where we're, we're getting a little unsafe or maybe is the racking, you know, stable enough to go that high? Yeah, it's going to depend on the application, of mm-hmm. course, right? And we continue to see buildings get taller, as, right. as we discussed, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't grow out, you grow yeah. up. 
and companies are developing solutions to do that, mm -hmm. right? And whether that be the racking companies or the forklift companies or the yeah. automation companies, everybody's working towards towards those common goals. We take safety very seriously. Mm. So first of all, in our own operations, but also those of our customers. And yeah. a couple of years ago, we started offering third-party safety at our job sites. So that's really something that certain customers value yeah. that we're providing full-time safety management at the job site specific mm -hmm. to the install of the racking system. Hmm. Very interesting. And, and so how does that how does that work? I mean, you guys come in and then you do a safety assessment or how does that kind of work? Yeah, yeah that's right. So we, we have a contract with a third-party safety company mm -hmm. and they're on site alongside of us okay. and their job is to maintain the safety of, of that job site, right? Mm -hmm. and, and being third-party, we thought it was important. So it's, it's not our safety team, right? It's not the customer safety team. It's truly right. an independent yeah, that body sense. that's... Yeah. Like licensed and mm. has the training to ensure that the job site remains safe. Hmm. Very interesting, and and so I guess before we wrap up here, I'm I'm interested to hear you know what has been the most interesting kind of racking project in the in the past two years with the pandemic. What have you seen? It was kind of the maybe the most creative or the one that made you say like oh, like that's it's pretty interesting request. Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah. It's so interesting. When we were just having this conversation at our booth, we continue mm -hmm. to see more and more complex projects, right? Larger and larger products, mm -hmm. projects across all types of systems that we're doing. So that's an exciting time to be part of that. Right? right yeah. We talk about million square foot warehouses, and yeah, yeah. they're not common, but they're more and more common. Oh yeah, today, yeah. right? So. The size has been been a big thing, and then as we touched on earlier, how do people bring more robotics into the warehouse space, mm, right? And yeah. that's something that, that we're seeing. I think there's a lot of exciting things coming to market around automating certain parts of the warehouse. Mm. So it's not a full ASR system necessarily, but yeah. there's individual elements of forklifts or shuttles or other things that we're seeing come into the warehouse space. So mm. that's pretty exciting. And if you walk around the show here, it's a big, big thing. Yeah, a lot of robots. Yeah, a lot of robots in this place. So. I was joking that we're going to have a BattleBots competition tonight. That would be pretty cool. The BattleBots after Modex. Yeah, <laughs> we, we could do that, right? <laughs> All right. Very interesting stuff with you, Eric. And, and thank you for coming by the booth. If people want to find out more information about Hannibal, how can they do that? We've got a brand new website, HannibalIndustries.com. Okay. That's probably the best place. All the contact information is on there. Mm. And, of course, if anybody's at the show, stop by the booth. Definitely. All right. So, Eric, thank you so much. And we'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well. So enjoy the rest of the show. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.